Hello everyone and welcome to State of the Realm, your weekly Final Fantasy XIV podcast. This week, well, new patch, podcast is about that. I don't think we need to say anything else. We'll be doing first impressions and going over some clarifications about content that we have been speculating on the past few weeks but got confirmation on in things such as the patch notes or just playing it this morning. But anyway, I am one of your hosts, Michael, Mr. Happy Poporomo. Of course, joining, joining me, joining Sly, a.k.a. Sly the Fox, a.k.a. Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox, a.k.a. you, my boy, Blue. How you doing? Janin. Janin. Yeah, long fucking day. Long day is it definitely one day. word for it. And um, and you know what? It's a special show. We need a special guest. He's become a bit of a of a, a semi regular on the show in the past in the past few months. Yeah. He's, uh, you may know him for popular things such as Merry Shorts, and by that point you know who he is. He's very merry. Hi, I'm I'm merry. He's merry. You know who he is. You guys know who he is by now. You don't need any explanation. You don't even need an intro. I could just switch and be like, yeah, Mary's here. Mm-hmm. And they would be like, yeah. Mary is here. That's very... That guy with the hair. That guy with the hair. I mean, one of us that doesn't qualify to, to them for the most part. So I guess that like narrows it down. That's not an insult. What are you making a face for? He shaves his head. <laughs> it's grown in since last week. It'd be weird if I said he did have hair when he shaves his head. Because then it'd just be all this right here which i need it's to good luck it's good luck that's true somebody rubs your beard it's good luck don't tell them that at twitchcon no i said a good look oh good look well it's also good luck only if you have like the confucius one though mm. something like that so <laughs> patch 3.4 today yeah servers yeah. came online at 3 a.m primal broke and uh then everything else was fine after that <laughs> but what else is new in a patch release so that reminds me so Sly, you're on Primal, so you can log in for, what, an hour and a half? Here, here goes the shit talk. Okay. No, 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 I'm actually it, curious, because no, I didn't it, follow it, it, only, it only took about, what, maybe five minutes? Really? Because everyone was telling me it was down for, like, it was, like, down for an hour. No, 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 no. I was me. freaking out in my stream. Maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. The first, the first boss I experienced was uh, Erico 1016. Um, okay. That took about roughly five minutes, and then... I only affected four servers. Everyone told me it was all a primal. Everyone was telling me primal's down, primal's down, primal's down. I was just getting fake yeah, primal, information. I, I think some servers on primal were down, uh, but not all of primal was down. I, okay. I, got, I, I got on misinformation. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Mary? Did you have a nice smooth login earlier? Spotless. Did you get an apartment? Was, yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. Apparently, there's still apartments on Balmung right now. There are now. still apartments on Gilgamesh. <gasps> it's surprising. People are like, oh, oh my god, really? Surprise. I had somebody come in and tell me Surprise. that their server was sold out, and then it was like, oh, sorry, I just didn't check anything past Ward 1. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you need to check the other divisions, my man. Yeah, I think I got the third apartment in my ward. Yeah, I got the eighth apartment in Ward 8. I got the 57th apartment in Ward 1. And I found out that, like, Five to six of my other st- people from my stream that are all there also are all in the same apartment building. <laughs> so we're throwing parties. Neighbors. Yep. We're neighbors. Lobby parties. There you go. Lobby parties. Uh, wh- parties. Which, um, which, um, not ward, uh, area did you get? Uh, mist. mist. It's my third house in the mist. We have my, we have the Elysium house. You have Mel's house, which I'm a tenant to, and you have the apartment. Mm-hmm. This is the first one um, I actually own. What about you, Mary? Lavender beds. That's I what I'm talking that. about. 
country living as long as it's not country the goblet, living i can never forgive you if it was the goblet well no see that's what i was talking about this morning the goblet i don't like the goblet in terms of actual housing but the apartment looks decent i would actually take an apartment in the goblet over um over a house one landslide and you're done in that place man so that's it i couldn't <laughs> i need i need insurance if i'm gonna live in the goblet um so we're just spitballing here guys where i literally didn't even bother writing up notes because if we were going to follow anything it would have been the patch notes so mm. we're going to go through what we did today what we haven't done and what we've heard okay. i think that's fair so let's give everybody sort of a, a precursor to what we as individuals completed today i will go last so mary you're our guest okay so i started off by doing um the grand company stuff i got that all running and going got my 18 hour mission going uh, i did alexander normal sophia normal and then the main scenario and that's about it what about you sly a uh, little bit of main scenario well first apartment a little bit of main scenario uh kind of interceded it with sophie normal then got back to main scenario and then um ray finder sophie ex um for a little bit for one lockout and then did uh, all of Alex Normal. Um, I did all of Alex Normal out the gate. I started working on getting materials to people to craft me stuff. Um, I spent a lot of lore. I didn't have any grand company seals, so I straight up bought some stuff off the market board, um, okay. which was a little hefty in price. Uh, luckily, I had 40 mil, but even that's not going to cover everything that I need. Um, realistically, I don't need anything. But I want it because it's new and it makes it so I don't have to do Alexander normal. It's shiny. <laughs> yeah. Um, after normal, we uh, we did Sophia normal. Uh, we did Sophia extreme. We farmed that ten times. We even saw a mount, which I lost by a roll of one. Rolled a ninety-two. Oh, I'm so excited! And scholar rolls a ninety-three. Go fuck yourself, by the way. That scholar, by the way, they got not only the ten totems from beating it ten times, they got. The mount, they got their astro weapon, they got their scholar weapon, and then they got to spend the 10 totems. And we started kicking him out of the instance before he could roll on things after that, because he almost took, like, the bow and, I think, one other <laughs> item as well. So we're like, you're wow. done. That's it. Get out. We hate you. Go away. And now he's sleeping, and he's from Australia, so I'll send Ethis to assassinate him later. Um, there there you, go. you go. We have an Australian in our raid. It was funny, because I was like, why does he keep getting hit by that mechanic? Oh. Yeah, he needs to... There you go. Yeah, that's understandable. 250, 245, I think, is latency on average. That's not so bad. Um, so beat Sophie Extreme, which I can't wait to talk about with you guys. Mm. We did about two hours of, of A9 Savage mm -hmm. right before this, and we're at like the last 10-ish percent, pretty much, with a few mistakes that are making it not killable before we even get to that phase. But it's basically about a minute before Enrage, or something like that. Um, I did Gubal, I didn't do Zelfa Toll, I unlocked Wondrous Tales, and... That's where I forgot to throw in, yeah. I did both, yeah. uh, Gubal and Zelfa And I can't wait to talk about Gubal, because I think it impressed me far more than I thought it was going to, originally. Um, um, I, well, I'll go ahead and get your answer for this right now, which do you prefer out of the two? I didn't do Zelfa Toll, so I can't tell oh, you which I prefer. That's not fair. Mary, excuse me. I haven't done Gubal, so... Well, okay, we get to talk about each of them. You can tell me about Zelfatol because I didn't get to that, and then we could tell you about Cabal. And what about you, Sly? Did you get to do both? You did, right? Yes. So Sly yeah, can yeah. be the Sly can be the um, tiebreaker. 
in a sense. There we go. Or the only fair one. So, Sly, because you've done them both, which one did you prefer? Zeftal. I've heard great. So here's the thing. Everyone was telling me how much better they th- Gubal was than they thought it would be, but nobody was telling me how good Zelfatol was. That's the thing. I'm, I might be the lone here, but I thought I, I, I was unimpressed by Great Gubal. It had books. It actually has books to read. The boy in the in the dragon gay is the first book you run into there. No, it's not. It's the it's the it's second book. Fourth one. No, fourth. fourth. That's like yeah. right. That's before the first boss. It's, even. it's right. It's right after the Magi book. Okay, that's just the that's the first book I saw. Yeah, because you didn't read the other ones. No, we didn't stop to read any of them. Yeah. Um. Okay, so you thought what was it you liked most about Zelfatol versus Cabal? I hate to say that Cabal kind of felt stale, kind of felt. Um. Oh well, the last boss boss of Cabal uh, is probably the highlight of everything. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. With um, with Zephyrtol, it was just it was just great design, and then in once you get to a certain point of Zephyrtol, you can actually like, you feel the scale, and there's never really been a dungeon that I've actually you know it felt it like it's it's a dungeon, but it felt immense in that last part of um, Zephyrtol, and and then all the all the bosses. Um, well, the first boss was just really just a tank tank. With the unique. By the way, guys, uh, the bosses I don't consider spoilers. If you want to name the bosses, we've seen them in the trailers. Like, mm. it's nothing. There's nothing spoilerific about that. Yeah. Um, that's if you want to refer um, to individuals. Yeah. Uh, first boss was pretty much tank tank with a unique uh, knock up your hand. Saw that. Um, yeah. Mm. When I was when while we were doing it, um, we were wondering. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> like this. This is re- this is really unique. Uh, and then um, second one, you know, kind of um, reminiscent to A seven or anything with spikes, um, <laughs> uh, with a knockback. Like they they set barriers in. Uh, you basically get knocked into barriers, so you don't get knocked into spikes. Uh, still fun. Still fun. Um, Boss. And you also have to third. avoid the tornadoes when getting knocked back too. Yeah, true, that's the other thing. Um, third boss, third boss was really good. You know, like essentially, essentially these are fucking simple ass bosses. Um, See, that's why I heard people like Cabal better. Was the bosses were more impre- specifically the last boss was more impressive. Yeah, Zephyrtol um, was. Mm-hmm. So you're know, disagreeing just, with Slider? It's Slyher. just like Zephyrtol. seemed um, beautiful. It. Visually stunning. And don't get me wrong. Aesthetically, Cabal, yeah. Cabal aesthetically is pleasing as well, but I, I felt it better in um, uh, Zephyrtol. And the only thing about the last boss is, you know, I, I was excited for her tits, and it kind of felt like she phoned it in. Like she, she, <laughs> she was mainly just a second piece. She wasn't even involved in any, like, any major way in that fight. Yeah, like, it was there, and I was like, I, I, I got. Don't get me wrong. I got, I got caught by the tits. Like, hey, tits. Oh, that's it. That's it. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's pretty much it. So it seems like you don't agree with him about Zelfatol being... Well, you didn't do Gubal, but it sounds like you're not going to have enjoyed Zelfatol more than Gubal, just based on your impressions that you said right there. Probably. um, Like, I will echo Sly in that Zelfatol was beautiful. Like, it, it... 
aesthetically, very pleasing. It looked great. The scale was awesome. It was really cool to see like all the Ixali stuff. Um, but the bosses just kind of felt a little like they were missing something like one mechanic, maybe. Mm. Okay. Especially the last boss. So for the reason, so I really enjoyed Gabal. Gabal was very quickly one of my favorite dungeons. It it actually, for me, it's very akin to Sorkai in terms of Mm -hmm. my enjoyment of the dungeon. It's, it's not consistent all the way through in its impressiveness, but the parts Mm -hmm. that are impressive impressed me more. Um, First of all, the dungeon itself it has books this time. There is lore to read in there, which is something I hated that the original. <laughs> I, I, I echo at this sentiment. I thought it was stupid that there were no books to read for lore purposes in the Cabal library. So mm-hmm. that's an improvement, and I think that's deliberate based on the, the feedback. There was a lot of feedback regarding that. How long are they? They're, they're um, pretty. They're, they're short stories. Yeah, think of them uh, like, the pa- like, ta- like, uh, like Tamtara hard mode, the pages okay. kind of deal. Okay. Um, so, the first of all, the beginning of Dungeon is incredibly straightforward. It is the exact same entrance as the original Cabal. That's the part that's not impressive. And honestly, right. the trash is, it literally feels like I'm in the same dungeon that I was in. It doesn't feel different mm-hmm. in any way. That's the unimpressive part. It, however, it makes for a very streamlined experience for the beginning because you already know the area. You know what the pulls will probably be like. So, it's, there's a degree yep. of comfort which I enjoy because when it's a brand new dungeon, there's always concern over how the duty finder will receive it. And I think that's a way to ease people who remember it from the main story into the dungeon. Mm-hmm. That being said, as a veteran, that made it less impressive for me, but I think it's better for the overall arc of the dungeon. And it gradually gets more impressive. I think that's what I liked most is it didn't like start stale and then it didn't start stale, get impressive and then get stale. It wasn't impressive at the beginning, get stale at the end. It gradually improves as you go through and you see some different parts, a few different enemy mechanics that you see in there. And then finally, bosses two and three were just fun. They were more fun without being frustrating was, I think, the biggest aspect. Living Flame is A3. Like, it is a mini A3 fight with a couple of things that are different thrown in, but it is basically A3. That's Um, cool. Yeah. And it's it's A3 light. It's done a reasonable amount of enjoyment without being overly frustrating. Uh and then you have the final boss, which is one of my favorite dungeon bosses. Is again, it for me, Sorkai's final boss, Trace Velger, was one of my favorite dungeon bosses in terms of how much mo- movement there was. The arena wasn't very basic. This the arena is basic, but the fight itself is uh, it has a, a decent amount of mechanics that require everyone to move around and kind of do their own jobs, which is good. It I feel like it taught maybe party awareness or personal awareness a little bit more than a lot of other dungeon bosses have promoted as a player. Oh, that, that's funny. Um, yeah, tell me why I couldn't see past Behemoth's fat ass. I couldn't see the comment. A lot of people, yeah, so that was the big yeah. thing. I was, look. I saw, I see the thing is, I saw Behemoth, and as a veteran player, I immediately knew they were going to be like LOS. Oh, I knew they were, I knew they were going to be. So I was literally, I ignored the boss, and I looked for them. Like that's the yeah. I was like I I was like fuck the boss I know there's gonna be meteors let me see make sure I see them and even the people who actually survived it were like I only saw this at the last possible second and still got there and done right so um, but in terms of the rest of the mechanics the owl does it's one of the more engaging fights especially mm-hmm. if you're not over geared for it because you'll see a few more mechanics if you aren't and that's another thing with these dungeons uh, and I wanted to ask well both of you since you haven't done both of them. Um, did it feel it, like it, it felt like we were able to 
we weren't able to kind of smell the roses because we kind of took everything out really quickly. It, it felt like we were extremely overgeared for this. Um, I feel like that they that they echoed the gear requirement not being as high this patch, and even having mm -hmm. done A9 and and having heard the stories of A10 Savage, which has been cleared by you know, it's in the double digits now for first day clears. Um, that the bosses, while they are more mechanically present, it's definitely mm -hmm. not as overbearing on Savage as it was in Midas. People, I don't know how 11 is going, and 12 is probably going to be a goddamn disaster, but. Mm. Um, it's it's enough interesting mechanics without just being like boggling you down with way too much going on at the same time. Mm. So uh, I definitely think that we're we're it doesn't feel like it was when Sephiroth came out. Things felt harder on the Sephiroth patch than this patch. So I think feeling overgeared is a fair assessment. I agree. What about you, Mary? What about you, Mary? Yeah. Um, I have noticed one thing. I don't know any other tanks out there. Who are with me. Pre-patch, I felt like I could hold aggro in Deliverance throughout an entire dungeon just fine. And now I kind of feel like I'm struggling. And I don't know why, because not a whole lot has changed. You know? where, did, where did you notice that struggle? Uh, in Zelfatol, actually. Like, just doing my normal rotation where normally I could hold aggro just fine in Deliverance. Like, it just felt harder, and I had to pop into uh, Defiance a few times, which felt shameful. I only remember ripping hate like maybe twice and I was in the second boss, but other than that, no, it was fine. You know DPS what? sucked oh that's so this is the big thing that, that people like to point out, and it's actually true. For the majority of in between a patch, the people doing the content are your standard average player. They're not they're not attempting to overperform, they're not attempting to pull all out all the stops. And so you either get low to average DPS levels. Like that's when everyone talks about the whole six hundred DPS. People in the duty like, but we were like in uh, yeah i think mal was tanking with me mal can say we were coasting yeah we were that's the really thing on day one of the patch the number the players who are trying to overperform are more frequently there and those are the players who will regularly pull aggro off you and deliverance or sword oath and things like that that's right. honestly mm -hmm. that's probably it I, if, if i had to guess yeah, a single yeah thing, probably yeah um so definitely i'd go with that overall i'm happy with this from what I'm hearing from Zelfatol and what I've experienced with Gubal, these are both dungeons. I don't see myself regretting getting an expert, which is exactly what I want with the expert roulette. Yeah. I'm sure I'll want one more than the other, but personally, I, with Zelfatol's amazing visuals and Gubal's sort of straightforward but increasing impressiveness, I don't see myself getting like, oh, every time I do an expert if I don't get the one I want. Fucking Hellbreaker! I don't mind. See, the thing is, for me, Holebreaker is just the first boss I don't like. That's one of the higher. That's again, that's one of the high points of dungeons for me. It's just the first boss of Holebreaker yeah. that I can't. You can, you can pretty much phone it in on the first boss and not really give a shit. Um, yeah. But just, it's just the fact of getting Holebreaker for like almost a week and a half. Yeah, I got Holebreaker every day. <laughs> I expert. still want Damn. more than two dungeons. My expert, they don't need to we release all do. more than two. Like yeah. th that's the biggest piece of like feedback. I'm surprised that hasn't made it through is how much more we just don't like even if it means keeping the old ones in not producing more just keeping the old right. ones in i would love to just have more than two it's mm. not a roulette it's a coin it's a coin flip and it sometimes yeah. it feels like that coin lands on one side way too many times yep. so um that's one please 4.0 do not do that again like i'm begging you everybody please official forums and type it very nicely and you will be okay. Please. 
Um, okay, so after that, we had Alexander Normal. We all did Alexander Normal? Yep. Oh, yeah. So let's break it down. Let's go one by one. First of all, I skipped all the story, and we won't be talking about that. But if you guys did watch the story, I, without giving any details, just for a conclusion. You can as do this, the, too. You as far as the too. conclusion goes, um, and I won't, like, not give me any spoilers. No names. No names. No names, no nothing. In, in turn, well, this is really the theme of the patch. This patch was, in terms of story, very emotional. Very emotional. I heard um, everything in all the stories has some more of an emotional pull. Oh, yeah. Um, as far as this story uh, is concerned, whereas, like, I, hell if I remember the uh, second or first tier of Alexander's story, um, good conclusion. Really good conclusion to the story. Did it make you care about Alexander's story more? Uh, or the overall story yes. of Alexander? Okay, that's yes. the important thing, because that's been the number one complaint of Alexander, is the lack of... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I felt like they, they kind of, again, phoned it in for, like, the first and second, but, like, this, since this was the last one, uh, we pretty much got, like, the conclusion to everything, and all the questions answered, all the relevant points that we wanted to see for so long, just now but why at the end okay i felt like the first two sections of alexander kind of like laid the framework and then they just dumped everything on us with this last one which is kind of like that's that was the biggest thing with coil is coil set the framework with a five minute cinematic trailer that destroyed an entire mm -hmm. game and then when coil one was completely unimpressive story-wise even just fighting on Bahamutan was enough to get people excited about Coil 1. Like, even though there's fucking no story other than that. Yeah. But then Coil 2 and 3, well, they set a little bit more framework. Because, again, Coil 2 is literally the first couple of, like, two cutscenes and then the final mm -hmm. cutscene. The, like, mm -hmm. turn 9. And then turn 13, again, pulled all the strings. So, I feel like it's similar, but Coil just had the advantage of having that trailer before. Yeah. And an entire, you know, Expansion dedicated, for us, yeah. For us, uh, an entire failed game to set it up. Yeah, pretty much. For in terms of the raid going into 4.0, I'm not going to ask you the fabled what is it going to be, because we have there's literally nothing to base it on. Would you like it to be more like Alexander, where it was completely separate from the main story, or do you think that it could hold more impact like Coil, because Coil felt like a main story raid? Do you think mm -hmm. they need to like go back to that where it's a tangent of the main story and not something that's completely unrelated and off to the side as much of a threat as it could be? I like that, especially now that they have normal mode. I feel like that's a lot smarter move to go in because everyone can ex still experience the story. Yeah. It's not like Coil where there's that no. difficulty barrier and it felt like you were missing main story. I mean, that's kind yeah. of the whole point mm -hmm. of having a normal mode, so you can do things like this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What about you, Sly? I actually think it's a, uh, based off what I saw, I think it's a high possibility that it will be tied into main story. Just I'd based on the 3.4 main story itself? Okay. That's, I'd be sorely disappointed if it if it wasn't. Okay. Yeah, I have ideas too, but obviously. Yeah, yeah we got to keep it spoiler-free this week. Okay, yeah. uh, now moving into Alexander itself, the fights. Let's do A9 first. So I'm going to ask this for pretty much every fight we talk about. Just give me one of these, wherever you fight. For me, A9 is a perfect example of a fight that is designed well, as much as it can appear designed poorly if you're way too good at it what about you sly you thinking hard, hard over there Meh. Meh. see that's that's the thing until i realized 
the design of the fight, that's how I felt. Was man. Uh, again, I would need to. I need to go back and do it again. Um, yeah, it just. I, I was on. I was on autopilot, just really DPSing and you know DPSing ads and you know dodging this, dodging that. Really, as a DPS, I really didn't have hardly shit to worry about. Um, it, all in all, the design itself, while unique, I mean, there's just nothing lasting there for um, there in it for me. I mean, okay, Faust, like gatekeeper, been the gatekeeper since the beginning, the beginning of Alexander. We, we got a Faust, and okay, here's Faust. Hopefully, in Savage, it's a little more of a gatekeeper, but in normal, it was just. Okay, let me tell you about Faust Z, which is the best name. He finished his Zodiac quest, he flies in to defend Alexander, and you kill the guy. He got That's a Z it. title. That's it. He is the least impressive Faust of the three. Yes. And let me tell you that this is based on my experience with him in Savage, not in Normal. Faust, when you fight him in both Normal and Savage, the original Faust... He's got all the ads pouring in gradually over time. There's more and more. There's more cleaves. You mm -hmm. have to. There's the clear DPS check, and it's just the damage just builds and builds and builds. Hummel Faust, kind of the same. You fight. Mm -hmm. You start by fighting two Fausts. They're very similar to the Faust before, but there's no ads. Then Hummel Faust drops in in epic fashion, and you're on this tight DPS check, which was a decent tight DPS check when um, Alexander Midas first came out. Even some people fight it on normal, you know, but Savage was where it came into real play. Foss Z is literally two tanks stand next to each other, and then the, he occasionally AoEs, and that's it. It's the same exact thing as normal. It's just the tanks need to be splitting the cleave, and that's mm. it. It's completely underwhelming for a Faust. It makes clearing it subsequently much simpler, mm. but it was not impressive in any way. It was the least, it was the least impressive Faust of the other ones. Now, A9 itself... I think it's brilliantly designed for normal and that design doesn't come through as much in savage but it's still a good fight in savage so mary i don't know if you want to touch on the mechanics i don't know how many of the mechanics you saw um i mean i i i was watching your stream when you're doing savage and then obviously i did normal um as a tank uh i had a lot of fun with it because it's like a lot of things kind of rely on the tank to an extent. Yeah. It's like, oh, I can do this, and then this happens. Like, it was kind of fun to discover that stuff. Um, I like that it's a like unique arena. It's not just a circle. You know, there's like there's some stuff to it. So, for me, I love that if you do the fight perfectly in normal mode, you will roll over it, and you will not see what he what happens when he gets angry. Mm -hmm. You have complete mm -hmm. control over what he will do to yeah. fuck you over. In Savage, he don't really have a choice. The enrage is dictated by him eventually repairing himself. And mm. if he fully re and when he will eventually, you will be forced to make choices where you go, well, if I kill this set of ads, but I leave this set alive, he'll absorb them and get some health back, and he'll get one step closer to this, but I have to make a choice. I can't do everything. Whereas in normal, at least up to the point I saw, you can do everything and he will always stick with just the one arm and the fight just ends up on repeat. But if you fuck up, it's not over. But anyway, you can, you can completely let him stockpile off an entire round and you'll, he'll get an arm and he'll heal, but the fight's not over. And I feel that's the important thing, is encouraging you to do better next time by giving you 
positive reinforcement for doing well and only a degree of negative reinforcement for doing poorly. This is just normal mode we're talking about here. Mm. So I think that was well designed. On top of that, the fight itself in the arena is is unique and interesting compared to yeah. the other Alexander fights. I think that's a yeah. Um, ten was disappointing for me and it was incredibly confusing, but we cleared it in one pull. I just I know what happened, but my brain doesn't want to process it right now because it was really weird. Yeah, I, I had the same thing. Like it took me a little bit to kind of understand like what the hell is happening? What does this all mean? And then you, you kind of piece it together like, oh, okay, this is this and this is this, but it just kind of seemed weird. Like there was no real cadence to it. It just kind of was just like happening, you know? Yeah. Sly, how did you feel about ten? Confused. It it took a few like it took a few pulls for us to really get it. Um, yeah, same with you. It 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 didn't feel like a put together fight. It just felt like they're like so. Here's so here's the thing with ten. My team didn't know that there were buttons on the arena causing the mechanics to happen. So people were just standing on the button and just lasers mm-hmm. fucking every five <laughs> seconds. Lasers fucking things dropping down and then the boss doing a fucking eight. I was just like stop stand and then my mic wasn't working so I was like guys listen I started typing it stop standing on the buttons <laughs> um I I could make sense of it now but when I first went in I was just like what the fuck is even happening right now still cleared it in one pull but for the love of god it was a nightmare <laughs> Yeah. Also, why are they even bothering with trash anymore? Do you, the trash of A9 normal is literally like, okay, I'm going to walk up this. Oh, there's five mobs. Okay, and Faust. Yeah. Why even bother? Just fucking stop. <laughs> it's time to stop. Uh, and one other thing. Um, the, way, the way we actually enter the actual fight. Um, oh, are you talking about A9 or 10? Both. Both, okay. Oh, the fucking thing you have to go down. Yeah, like, it, they make it an actual thing you have to click into yeah. to go down. Let me tell you about that thing you need to click. I don't know, in normal mode, you have the shortcut, and it's hat work the same, but in Savage, I notice it more. The mm. shortcut for A9 and A10 are both before that tube. So you have to click that tube every time you want to return to the arena. Yeah. They don't spawn you in the arena itself with the shortcut. Hmm. Which is hmm. annoying. It's a it's a minor inconvenience, but every time you wipe on Savage, it becomes a major inconvenience very quickly. Right. So hmm. I don't know about A A ten Savage. A ten Savage might be different because of the fact there's no Faust beforehand. It might just spawn you in the arena. I don't know, but it's still just ugh, 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 ugh. Can't do it. Mm-mm. So A ten clusterfuck. Do you guys? So you guys? You guys don't even know what happened by the end of it, do you? I mean, I kind of figured out at the end what was going yeah. on, but, you know. Yeah. Then 11 happens. So, first of all, why did you make Ark and not call him Ark when you clearly made Ark? I knew you were going to get pissed at that shit. So, I, you know, here's the thing. It makes you question if it's really an Ark callback, right? Because he's, like, if it's Ark, why not just... Unless they have another plan for Ark, mm. like, at some point, like, the name Ark, like they did with What's-His-Name in uh, Labyrinth of the Ancients. Flagathon. Um, but his name is what, like Cruz something? Something. Yeah, I don't I can't even remember. Yeah, it's Cruz something. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like I 
arc three letters what is this maybe Cruise. some numbers in there Cruise. too to mix it up cruiser or, or crazy cruiser or cruddy cruiser or something it's two c's that's all i remember okay cruise chaser cruise chaser there why is go. he chasing cruises he really wants to go on vacation yeah. he wants to go on vacation like, well, he can go to the void arc there you go for his vacation so this fight took it up a notch went forward and back a few times for sure and took um, one one step forward. Yeah, and but then one step back, real quick. Hmm. There we go. Question. Question. What? Why? Why are there um, QTEs? QTEs. Right I knew. So I want to talk why? about the QTEs. So I want to. So uh, that shit tripped me the first time it fucking. I know. Had. I heard. My I'm... chat told me. So phase... I'm like, wait, what the fuck? I have to do things. So phase one. Phase one is nothing out of the ordinary. It's great music. You have to fit. You very quickly figure out if you've done other fights, how the LOS works. And for, and we mm. see a marker that is the get the fuck away from me marker. Like it's literally, yeah. this person needs to be yep. like, get away from this person. It is a tank buster. Do not yep. be near them. Interesting. Yeah. I fucked things up the first time with that. Yeah, <laughs> I did too. Don't worry. Then you get to the transformation to phase two. And he turns into the ship, and you jump on his back, and it begins a quick time event. And I don't understand why they bothered to make this a quick time event. So you jump on his back. By the way, if when your team doesn't know how to click on the thing, and you are on the thing, and you watch them get decimated from Ark's back, that's fantastic. Yeah, that that is pretty good. <laughs> that was yeah. amazing. I would love that to happen more often. To get a fucking popcorn and, sh and 3d glasses view to everybody getting shit on below you that was amazing <laughs> get fucked yeah I basically i want someone to make a gif of that like process there's like one dude who's like down at the bottom and the other seven are up top and as soon as the laser fires it says get fucked on the screen <laughs> i want that like by the end of the show because that's amazing the problem is it immediately then warns you you're about to need to do a quick time event and you will need to press a button. It explains what a quick time event is in about the span of three seconds. And then you have three and a half seconds to press any button, any button. to launch yourself off. Like I did it by accident. I was just like, hey, why can't I use these? Oh, I'm off. Yeah. And then I was like, why did they do this? I don't. Yeah. It felt like they, they meant to do more. I feel like Savage might have like some actual yeah. like you know press left press press W yeah, that, press. That'd be kind That's of cool. what I thought. I thought it was the that'd actual. Yeah. I thought it was the actual like um, thumbstick or just moving. No, it's a button. I'm like, wait, what do I have to do? That quick time event was quick, all right. It was barely an event though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, get it? It's a quick time event. Time, Alexander. I get it. That's why they did it. Wow. We've solved the mystery. Wowee. It's something that w I, I wouldn't mind appearing in raids and dungeons. I don't mind. Like, quick time event, whatever. You know what? It's something that's used so common in games nowadays that no one's mm -hmm. unfamiliar with it. I don't. It's a little out of place, but I feel like it could be used more interestingly in the future. And I think that's this was kind of like a testing ground for it. Mm -hmm. I mean, they even do it in Final Fantasy XI now with, like, fishing. You have to, like, <laughs> now cast and, like... Oh now, Happy, you're you're still on A9 and Savage, right? Yeah, I'm, we're we're literally like we probably could have okay. killed it if I didn't have the show. Like, I'd be dead right now. So you're so. Okay. What 
what do you think of the possibility that this in Savage could be more than one button? I wish I could ask the Elysium team that beat Ten Savage for World First. I can't, but I it's got to be more than one fucking button press, or it's got to be more than it's one. It's kind of it's. I'm thinking it's kind of like in Savage. It's going to be like. No old Final Fantasy limit, well, not limit breaks, but like an overdrive or something where you have to do a sequence. Everybody has to do something around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. So I hope there's more. The final phase of Arc is then quite interesting. It's a little, it's a little, it's a lot. So, first of all, here's how you know this is Arc. So, you know the ads that spawn, the Lapis Lazulis? Mm-hmm. Do you know why they are Lapis Lazulis? Nope. In Final Fantasy IX, Arc Summon was powered up by having more Lapis Lazulis in your inventory. There you go. It is a direct reference to how... Arc is invincible while they're on the field. Mm. So it's a direct reference to that. I mean, that's, that's just what it is. Did you know you can skip that phase? No, really. If you bring Ark to 44% before he turns into a ship, he will skip the Lapis Lazuli phase altogether when he lands yeah, again. Close. <laughs> so that will be the norm, kind of, for, yeah. for people going back eventually with uh, more gear and shit. Yeah, so that's just a little tip for any of you guys. If you want to push DPS really hard there, that will skip the Lapis Lazuli. Not that it's important for clearing the fight, because it's not hard, but meh. Hmm. And then there's lasers everywhere, which I always loved about Ultima hard mode. I've been dying for another lasers everywhere fight. And then it's just a lot of shit back to back. Like this person stacks over there while this AOE goes off, while these AOEs are all hitting the floor. You go forward, you go back, and it's all over the place. Yeah. 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 So um, overall, yay nay for Ark. I was very much a yay for Ark. Felt like something yeah. that deserved to... It felt like something that most... Uh, your average player would feel like they earned a good kill. At the very yeah. least, especially in the Duty Finder. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. So, yeah. Um, then you have a 12. <sighs> wow. Okay. Yeah. So, first of all, Alexander Prime fucking hoverboarding f- through the arena looks hilarious. <laughs> I'm glad he can move. But he looks no. fucking stupid. <laughs> but you, you haven't even seen his was... final form yet. Yeah. Oh man, he's just like. Yeah. Oh. And then his hands move a little bit, but he just drags his ass. He's like a dog on the carpet. He's got little there. wheels uh, underneath. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you don't see. Um, and so. He's got a few basic mechanics. You know, you dodge an AOE. One of them was kind of weird to figure out, but you saw it after the first time. That's the one where it's the triangle, and you need to stand yeah. on the, the yeah. points of it. Yeah. Um, the first phase really simple. It moves into the second phase. Add phase isn't too difficult. But it, the first thing, and I think this probably wiped every single person, other than maybe the one or two people that just said, you know what, fuck it, because Yoshi P said this. You're forced to LB3. This is not optional. You are absolutely forced to tank LB3 to survive a mechanic. Because a lot yeah. of people thought it was just just the DPS check and that's it. Yep. Uh, nope. Nope. You have to LB3. Uh, like, no, no, no. We we made the DPS check. We just did LB3. Right. It's weird because it goes against something that Yoshi P said back when the game first launched. And he said the LB will never be mandatory. But since turn 13, it's never felt yep. like that's true. Because turn 13 yep. surviving, even with the tank LB2, surviving is a goddamn nightmare there. The only difference is here they force give you an, a, an LB3. 
because there's nothing else. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mind it, but I don't feel that it adds very much in terms of interesting gameplay. It's more like a it, it kind of forces you. Limit Break's always been about making a decision. Like, do I want to use this for yeah. melee? Do I want to kill some ads with this? Do I want to survive a big hit because we're weak or whatever? This takes the choice out of your limit break and doesn't really add a mechanic to the fight. It's just like an easy an easy button. Mm-hmm. And they don't really explain it either. Like It's never explained. Other than the fact yeah. they force feed you an LB3. It's yeah. never explained. So um, people going in blind, like, you're pretty much fucked. But yeah. it looks cinematic as fuck. So very cool. It's what I expected. That, everything it's, is. It's my Alexander. It's my type series. It was. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Mm. I'm very, very pleased. We also got to see what they meant by the. In- oh no, Sly, you had something to say. I saw your hand go up. Uh, yeah. The one, the one thing that really impressed me with this, uh, out of everything, out of the aesthetics and everything, sound design most of all. Yes. Oh, on point. What, what happens in, within the time distortion? And how the music is even affected as well. This is like one of the best design fights I've ever seen. Ever. This was this was an so we got to see what they meant by time playing a factor. And they give you a shit ton of AoEs to like all separate, but after you've set yourself in a position, you're frozen in time, your GCD locks, your buffs stop ticking down, but your dots and your hots mm-hmm. Still tick. So like Medica 2s yeah. and shit and dots just before the <coughs> mechanic goes off, do that. Um, but it is nice that everything freezes, basically. Because it means Grease that lightning. nothing it means nothing is wasted. Grease lightning's not wasted, blood of the mm-hmm. dragon's not wasted, blood of, mm-hmm. like even things like blood for blood and raging none of it's wasted. Even though you are asked to you're being asked to deliver on a, a quite a, a quite mobile mechanic, most people would probably consider. Right. Um, and that's a good thing because cooldown timers were nice, but man, not getting MP back at the end of a ki- when you've wiped is still pretty shit. I gotta admit, um, it was definitely a, a good thing. And then you also have something that's really strange. You have what is basically quarantine for the DPS. This is a better quarantine. Much better quarantine. Much better quarantine because you can see what's going on in the actual yeah. fight, whereas in Quarantine, you were in the fucking penalty box. You couldn't see shit. And if you died there, you died there. Well, um, no. Rare. You, you don't see what's going on in the fight. You see something else that's yeah, very, you literally, very important. So what you see is you see... Yeah, so that's actually a huge story spoiler, yeah. what you see. Yeah. I can't actually talk about it. Yeah. But you're not seeing your own raid group fighting. Let's just you're put seeing, it that way. You're seeing something that... When I saw it, I up, up. No, 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 no. I got it. I got it. Okay. Now that no, I saw no, it. Yeah. Okay. I, okay. I screamed. I was yeah. like, No! that it was it's, it's amazing yeah it's, it's incredibly important to the lore of alexander what yeah. you see in that instance yeah. um but this quarantine much nicer for one it's not stupid <laughs> you're you're not you're not picked up in the middle of your rotation and thrown against your will into a right. room with a fucking you go ad. willingly you go you have to you go willingly and it is still a timed thing but you go like you can say i need to get this one gcd before i go to keep blood of the dragon while i'm in there or right. grease lightning before I, you know you get to make a choice that's the first most important and the better part about it is once you're done with yours you can bounce around until you know yep. everybody every um one's ad is just done Instead of just staying there, like, mm-hmm. okay, I'll wait until we either need to check or no. Um, kind of like Circus Tower. Yeah. 
Um, and then on top of that, if you are faster at killing yours than another member, even this is very important for the duty finder, you're, you can go to the other platforms to help people finish theirs off. Granted, you, won't, you probably won't have too much time to do that, but it's something that in the duty finder, when one player may be more or less skilled than the other, is important for making sure it's clearable. Mm -hmm. And I feel that it was good they put emphasis on that. Will you be able to help other people in Savage? Probably not. But... It will probably be like the pentacles are on A8 Savage, I imagine, mm. where everybody's responsible and that's it. You better fucking do it. Mm. Um, yeah. So one, one blooper, one blooper. Um, when this happens, I mean, first first run, of course. First run, people just run up to the orbs or nobody does <laughs> yeah, it at yeah. all. All your healers go in and I'm like, and the people who are down, down there left, they're like, well, okay. They're um, fucked. The one downside to this is that unless you're probably a warrior and you're going in in place of a, a like a DPS so they can keep mm -hmm. DPSing, is that you will probably never see it. Like a healer will probably never get to see yep. that. That unless they actually point. go in for whatever. Yep. Yeah, if, unless someone just says in. send the healer in for whatever. Like just send the healer yeah. in and have the DPS go help them kill theirs immediately. Like afterwards. Right. But that's something you have to deliberately do so that the healer can see the event. And you, don't, you don't need heals for it. You don't need heals for any no. of those ads. Yeah. No, no, no. no. Mm -hmm. um, but mo pretty much any off-tank can kill those things in time. Yeah. Um, there's no reason, especially after the, the <laughs> Sword Oath buffs. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't have <laughs> warrior, so yeah. got mine down just fine. Um, what's also impressive is that when it throws you back into the fight, you're given invincibility in case you're thrown in a shitty position. Yep. So, again, an important lesson learned about that kind of... Because I got thrown into a fucking cleave, but I was fine because they gave me invincibility, which I greatly appreciated. It's like three seconds, too. It's pretty... It's, it's more than long enough to move out the way, mm -hmm. assuming your game doesn't take 20 years to load. So, sorry, PS3. Um, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, what else was I going to go into? And then the final phase is just... Man, I never thought I'd say... I told me so many times I can see Alexander in one fight. <laughs> you have an Alexander who summons an Alexander inside of an Alexander. Mm -hmm. Alexception. That's next level shit right there. No. Yeah. And uh, it's very visually impressive when you're doing it as well. Oh, yeah. Although it feels like turn 13 all over again at some point. Uh, I love the weight of everything. Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, it's 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 good. They did they did an excellent job overall. Like this is an Alexander worthy of being an Alexander. You feel like this is dude. That's fucking Alexander. <laughs> yeah. That's that's beautiful. Um, from what I'm hearing about a twelve savage, which drops a mount. By the way, mm -hmm. it is a mount that resembles the ads that you yep. fight in normal mode. So the the butt the, the butt ball Alexander, the yeah. ball Alexander yeah. that is the mount that drops from A12 Savage. I got my toy Alexander from A12 Normal, and by, I think it is my favorite minion now. It is the most visually impressive minion I feel. It's perfect. And, it's and perfect. as a Lalafell, it doubles as a mount. There you go. Runs away from me sometimes, but uh, but it's fine. Um, so if you guys are looking forward to the A12 Savage mount, look at the ads in A12 Normal. That is what the A12 Savage mount will be. Should have been Arc. Should have been Arc, but it's not. Unfortunately. Mm. So overall, fights and story together, Alexander's finale. 
10 out of 10. We'll have a future episode to talk about Savage, probably, because that, that is in itself a, an entirely different beast to talk about. Um, and I don't feel like we can with – we just don't have any experience in there. Like, not enough. Mm-hmm. I've got some A9, and then you guys just have normal. It's nothing yep. to talk about. Yeah. Any closing thoughts on Alexander before we move on to Sophia? I think they really pulled it together at the end. Like the first two, you know, Gordius Midas kind of, eh, but I think it was worth it. I really like it. it oh, good. speaking of the music, um, the fact they give you all the Alexander Orchestrian streets from the quest, uh, from the quest themselves. Yes. That and was not needing to go back and farm like A8 normal or anything like that. They just hand you the entire Here's album. You. Here's a fuckload. Just take it. <laughs> Here's four in one quest. <laughs> yeah. They just hand, I think it's six total uh, yep. orchestrians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was that was a great. It felt rewarding. Like doing normal felt good. I felt good going through normal the first time. It didn't feel like I no. only had to do it to get to savage, which mm-hmm. is a very positive thing for out for a normal mode. Um, oh, the A12 P1 music is not there. That is the only theme missing. Is the first theme from A12 normal or from A12 in general? Um, okay, so done with Alexander. Um, <laughs> we're gonna move on to Sophia, the second member of the Warring Triad, who Sly hates. Um, <laughs> I how don't hate her. How? How can you with her? Her rag. Her, her loveliness. Yeah. yeah. And you get two heads for the price of one sly. I know that's something you like. Oof. There you go. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sly. So lewd. So I didn't do the story again I, because when I stream it, I skip all the story because, you know, mm. some people want to watch from work and they just want to enjoy the, the gameplay itself. Yeah. Uh, okay. So since you didn't, no spoilers. Mary, what did you think of the lore for Sophie? It was good. It's cool. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. good. Um, I'm really interested to see more. Really interested in like reading more from um from the Rising Stones, um from the book. Basically, uh, yeah. I haven't done that yet. Uh, We're going to talk about that next week in detail. Yes, it'll be a long episode. Mm-hmm. Long episode. Okay. All right, so we'll start with Sophia Normal as a fight. Mm-hmm. I remember when they said this was going to be easier. You know, I'm not going to say it's harder. I'm just going to say I don't know if I trust random people nearly as much as Yoshi P gave me the impression that I would be able to. Yeah. Hey, uh, you mean the seven other ads that you got to deal with? Yeah, the seven extra ads that you got to deal with. So phase mm-hmm. one and phase two – Probably the easiest, I agree, the easiest of all the Extreme Primals. Even Nidhogg is, it's comparably easier too, even on Savage. Yeah. Yeah. The DPS checks are lower. The mechanics aren't entirely presented to you in such a way that you can absorb them properly, which I think is a mistake. But they're not, that first phase you can get through, the first two phases pretty easily. As soon as you get to the scale, things get kind of weird. For one, you're talking I'm, normal or yes? I'm talking normal and ex- normal and okay. extreme. The first time you see the scale is identical. <clears throat> Actually, that's not true. On normal, the the ad the sides don't break till after the first tipping of the scales. On savage, mm-hmm. they're gone the whole time. You don't have yeah. you don't have rails yeah. at all. So, in normal mode, first of all, you don't know which side you're supposed to go to, and it just tilts you left and right. And you had basically the only way to know which way you're going to get tilted in extreme is to remember which way you oh. went in normal. Because it's the same direction and there's no walls. So you just have to know it's going to go boop, boop, in the right directions. Mm-hmm. Then you get into the last phase. So you, the whole arena turns into a scale. 
which we kind of suspected from the trailer. The means through which these scales are tipped is not the greatest for people with lack of awareness. And I can totally see why they allow you to res people after they've fallen off. Would you guys like to explain to everybody how these tipping of these scales work? Tethers! You count the tethers. 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 Yeah. That's, uh... You better learn how to count real quick. <laughs> hey, oh. I mean, it's fucking easy to count. Mm. There are on a, like... Well, in normal, there aren't a lot of tethers, uh really go around i mean no but in extreme it becomes a bitch and we'll talk about that after we touch on normal yeah but a lot of people Um, immediately they see okay quasar's casting there's these tethers and then mm -hmm. all of a sudden the arena tips one way or the other and half the people fall off that's my that was my experience with it the first time through Mm -hmm. and math let's just say math on normal is not nearly as bad with only one type of meteor extreme let's just say there's there's more math and more gravity involved i don't it wasn't that hard overall but Mm -hmm. it's not made but again once again it doesn't do a very good job at conveying to you the way the it doesn't point you to the edges other than the quasar ability casting and say Mm -hmm. hey those two sides are like it doesn't at any point say look at the sides of the arena and count the number like there's just you needed one person attentive enough to explain it to everyone but even then some people just won't see it coming Mm-hmm. And I think that is the design flaw of Sophia Normal. Yeah. I think it was, I don't know, I think I thought it was pretty easy to grasp. Oh, it. don't get me wrong. Oh. It's not that hard, yeah. especially because yeah. if you do have someone who doesn't get it, as long as it's not both your healers, <laughs> you can just res yeah. them over and over again. And you now, should now, be fine. Now, one thing you kind of glossed over, uh, which I really did like about this fight, and it, like, this uh, this is what I like about fights, the aha moments. Like, the the shades of Sophia in, in the first. Oh, stage. the shades. You want to talk about her yeah. shades? Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> shut up. Um, okay. We'll talk about how, how they actually, if you really like, it, it took me maybe one run to notice it. And I had to really pay attention. Like, Oh, they mimic her. So you have to watch the ones that are tethered. And they're going to mimic what she does or what she just did. And I thought that was a pretty, pretty unique um, mechanic. Pretty fun. It, like, it was definitely an aha moment to have. It's a hot moment talking about her shades. Got it. Okay. Just want to put that on the table. Just put it on the table. That's it. Done. Okay. It's kind of heavy. It's kind of heavy. It's a little heavy. It's fine. Well, that's what you know. You deal with day in day out. Mm-hmm. Overall, though, Sophia normal. It goes. You pass it pretty quick. You might have a, a wipe or two. But mm-hmm. um, as long as it's not like the majority of your raid group who can't math or pay attention to quasars, then you're usually fine. Extreme. Man, let me tell you about Sophia Extreme. Now I can only speak up to um, up to um, balance the white and blue. That's the only thing I can speak up to. I got nothing. Serenade me. So the first phase is mostly the same. You still have Thunder 2, but there's no AoE marker. Thunder 3 is still there. Arrow 3 is still there. They all do the same things, or 
harder, hit way harder, knock you back farther, whatever. Nothing mm -hmm. that big. The first thing you'll notice is a giant head that knocks you back, and you just need to stand in front of it. That's it. You stand in front of it, it knocks you back, and if you get knocked off, fuck you. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So you haven't, you haven't gotten to where the head doesn't knock you back because I thought there was a way. You, if you take zero damage, it will not knock you back, okay. and that's that's true of most mechanics in the game. If you take zero damage, the mechanic <clears throat> does nothing. That's like even if you go to like Holebreaker hard mode, for example, the final boss is poisons on everyone. First of all, a lot of people don't know this. You can actually, if you pick up a potion and you do not have a poison stack, you'll actually throw it at someone who does automatically. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't know that. Second of all, um, if you have take zero damage, poison never affects you. So there you go. So that's the first part. That's not that bad. Whatever. You know, you probably die to it on your very first pull because you don't know what it does. And then you know immediately just stand in front of it. Okay. Then you get to the Alos section which is brand new to extreme and these these are basically ads that will copy they will tether to sophia and copy the spell she is casting while they are tethered so if they copy thunder three when they use the execute command they will use thunder three if they use if they copy arrow three which is that that two or three of them will always copy arrow three i call them shades yeah um then they'll use arrow three your goal is to basically figure out the safe spots based on which ones copy which spells that is not made abundantly clear right away how that works. It's another mechanic you'll probably die to immediately upon reaching it, unless somebody explains it to you like on that point. Mm -hmm. And the random part about that um, is that it won't it won't be an alos that you hide under sometime. Half the time it'll just be an empty spot. You might get lucky and get an well. Spot. So here's the thing: um, there's actually a set pattern for extreme. If they form a square around the arena, or I guess a rectangle, like a like a mm -hmm. even rectangle. They will always do Thunder 3 and Arrow 3, and you can always hide under the one that one of the ones that does Thunder 3. It will always be a safe spot. Yeah. If they're not That's lined good. up perfectly and they're just all over the place, one of them will have Thunder 2, which is the Conal AoE, and you can, again, there's actually more safe space if it does Thunder 2 because you can use its flanks if it's not too close to another one. But that also, same deal. You can just pretty much hide behind them. And that's important for later in the fight. Uh... That, you'll be introduced to both those mechanics in the first 60 seconds of the fight before the first phase ends. And they are the, probably the two of the most important mechanics until you get to the scale mechanic later. Then the ads. Fuck these ads in the butt. Yeah. Alright? Because, so there's three ads, and this was true in normal too. It's the first <clears throat> Demiurge, the second Demiurge, and the third Demiurge. Third. The first one's a Paladin, who by the way is the biggest dick of them all. The second one is a white mage, and the third one is a dragoon. They all suck for their own respective reasons. The second one just has a gaze attack, turn around, whatever, kill it. Yeah, she's not that bad. She's not that bad, but if you get hit by it, you get confused. The third Demiurge is Rav has a Ravana mechanic, and the first Demiurge has a Ravana mechanic. They literally have Ravana mechanics. You get behind the third Demiurge to avoid an attack, because he literally does liberation where he hits, like, the 270-degree cone. So you mm -hmm. all get behind him, whatever. The first Demiurge can go suck a dick on so many... Like, I hate... Like, I actually... I think they made the Paladin one the biggest asshole the most. There's also an AoE that, that the third Demiurge drops. No one cares. Yeah. Um, you just don't stand frostbite. in it. Like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, Fucking don't stand yeah. in the Frostbite, please. Yeah. The first one has a parry. And he does a bi... He does a bi-directional shield like Ravana normal, like Ravana normal, where it's mm -hmm. either front and back or left and right. If you hit him... During that, which by the way, you've been focusing this other ad and you switch, you're like, I'm gonna 
I'm gonna fucking plunge to the fucking ball. And I hit the fucking shield. Because I didn't see it on my screen when he cast. Dickhead. Second of all, what he'll sometimes do is he'll he'll wind up a charge mechanic, and you have to split the damage. If anybody took a parry, they're gonna die. And if you die in this phase, you become a zombie and you attack other people. You don't die permanently, but you become a zombie, and it's a bitch. Because I crit someone for 8k when I was a zombie. With, with an auto attack. So it oh hurts. My God. It hurts a lot. And he sometimes he'll put up the shield and you'll be on like his flank dealing, you know, oh, okay, you know, whatever, I'm on the flank. And then he hits 60% and he just turns and everybody gets a fucking stack. So I literally just go, I just do this. I'm not, nope. Oh, and unleash, ricochet, elixir field, they all will trigger that parry even if you are not targeting him. Oof. So if you are next to him and you use those skills and his parry is up and you are on the wrong side, you will hit it, you will be knocked back. And it knocks back, so it can knock you off the arena too. Mm. Fun. So, fun. Yeah. Super fun. So not that difficult, but really fucking annoying at the same time. I'm just saying. He like too many times. Oh, and if you don't stand in the direct middle of that chargeback, it knocks you to the side, which can knock you into a frostbite, it can knock you off the arena. Whatever. It's just mm. it's all of the mechanics are in the sky pretty much, is all you need to know. But the DPS check isn't that tight, so I wouldn't stress that. Then it's the scales, and it goes to the final phase. Sly, how much of the final phase did you see? Again, up to the, um, the balance, where it's the white and blue. That's... The balance mechanic. Okay. First of all, I'm the colorblind person, and I had to explain how colors worked in this fight. Wow. That's problem number one. Second of all, math. Yeah, fuck math. Yeah. So, you remember the whole scale tipping mechanic before? Where it was like two and... It was like maybe there's two meteors and one meteor. Mm -hmm. and would t mm -hmm. There's now blue meteors that count as three... A weight of three. So, equal to three red meteors. Oh, that's fun. So, you can end up with a combination like two blues and four reds. And then it's six versus four. You'll never have more than a difference of two. But if there is a difference of two, you need to be closer to the edge when the scales tip. Because it tips you farther based on how much difference there is in weight. Huh. So you can be... So here's the thing. The golden rule, you will never be on the same side as a blue meteor. <clears throat> blue meteor will always be the heavier side. That's just the way they designed the math behind it. But you don't... But you need to calculate how far you need to move to dodge the AoE. Because sometimes there's AoEs that you need to be knocked out of from that. So like a Sophia head will go to do a, an AoE... And it's on, the, it's on the near inside. So if you're on the far edge and there's only a difference of one, you just get knocked directly into it and everybody gets a bone stack. So you need to know that you need to be on the inner track of the arena when you're knocked back. So you get knocked past the point of the head AoE. Mm. And then there's a horizontal AoE for north or south. So you then also need to educate, well, do I need to be staying on the south side of the arena or the north side of the arena? It's, I don't, I don't want to do this in the party finder ever. Yeah, that sounds awful. I don't want to do it in the party finder ever. Ever, ever, ever. That sounds like a nightmare for, for pugs. Yeah. Like, you know how he said one person will figure it out and then everyone else will follow? No. They really, <laughs> really won't. <laughs> it's fucking addition subtraction, but it's like the worst addition. I've never been so pressured to do uh th three plus uh three plus one uh, th two three okay it's four and three it's four and three your, go that way your math teacher's laughing right now <laughs> i told him math would be important 
No, you know what? I actually had a math teacher back in high school who somebody asked him that. You know what they said? Hmm. They said, you don't need to know this, but you need to show me that you're capable of learning something because that's what your jobs out in the, in the field are going to want to know. And everyone's like, fuck. <laughs> no one's supposed to have an answer to that. I'm supposed to complain like an American does. <laughs> yeah, I'll never forget that. No. There's a reason why I never forgot that quote. And that bitch probably designed this fight. <laughs> there you go. Got a job at SC. And then there's just there's a lot of mechanics that just don't have tells. You have to sort of watch the arena or Sophia herself in order to figure out what's going on. Like, oh, is she does she have a white glow around her? She's gonna do three OEs back to back. Does she have a green glow around her? She's gonna hit the tank with a huge tank buster that requires a tank swap that also um, knocks you back. You're not going to know that until it happens, though. The first time is the problem. And there's a lot of that, and it all just gets... They throw more and more of it together at once as the fight goes on. All of a sudden, there's this... Then there's also you got to have a white AoE stand on top of a blue AoE. You can't have yeah. two blue AoEs on top of each other. You can't have two whites. Everyone needs to have a match or you do AoE damage and you get healing debuffs. And then you have to go run over to the Sophia head and that knocks you back. And then you have to be doing these AoEs while squeezed into a tight space while Quasars are gone. And it's just like, this is, what universe was this the same difficulty as Nidhogg Extreme? Like they described. It's, mm. it's really not. <laughs> When you see it all come together, you will realize your animosity towards it. I'm confident. <laughs> and I had to do it ten times. I probably have to do it ten times more to help somebody else. So, so uh, as a uh, as the only one of us who has completed um, Sophie X, um, you know, let's go one to ten. If you had to, if you had this to... is the second. I feel this is the second hardest primal fight they've ever made behind Thordon. But yeah. for but for Ooh. different so here's the thing. Sephiroth was harder to beat. But Sophia for me was harder to grasp, if that makes sense. Which is sort of in makes line sense. with what Yoshi. It makes said. sense. It makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Um it's incredibly unique. There's nothing else like it in the game, which is a positive. You can draw certain like yeah, you get fall you fall off the arena. There's dashes, there's knockbacks, yeah. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. The way it all comes together, it feels like a fight I've never done in Final Fantasy XIV before. That's the important thing. Sephiroth was harder to beat because if somebody fell off, you couldn't be revived. That person was gone for the entirety of the fight. That and the was rest the, of the mechanics fucked you. And huh? on top of that, the yeah. rest of the mechanics, if you didn't have a perfect 8, began to fuck you in the ass. Yeah. That is what made Sephiroth harder than this fight in execution. Sophia, you're not fucked if somebody dies immediately, but by no means is it more enjoyable. In fact, the fight anti-fucks you if people die. <laughs> so that matching you just mechanic, won't have DPS though. So, but so you know that matching mechanic where you need one white, one blue. If seven people are alive, one person won't have the debuff, so you won't have an uneven yeah. number of debuffs. For example. Oh yeah, good luck doing that first fucking time in a fucking raid finder. Was that a one shot, not... boys? <laughs> Where people don't know how to fucking stand still. You know, you know what the worst part is? Is because you know how, like, when I'm moving on my screen, you're mm -hmm. seeing it a second later. So you're trying to move to them, and they're like, oh, I'll move to yep. them. And you're just like, yep. this fucking... Yep. And then yep. we're each other by <laughs> his cross. That, that's the one fucked up part about it. I hate, I'll, like, I'm there, but I'll miss him by, like, an inch, and we'll get the I'll get a debuff. It's always about inches, Sly. Mm -hmm. 
How you doing? Overall, though, I think it's, again, incredibly unique. But it doesn't, to me, follow the theme that they, uh, that they sort of promoted where this patch would have higher clear rates. Because I don't see that with this fight. I will say, again, we, I echo the sentiment, like with Zelfatol, where you said you were like Deliverance losing aggro, and also that you kind of steamrolled through it and it seems the gear checks are lower. I think Sophia's Enrage, it, you are going to have to be a, like an, a more average tier, like not super Im, you know, obsessed about your performance kind of player to hit that Enrage. Because even mm. with tons of deaths, we don't even know how close we came. We assume it wasn't even close. Because we, we had one fight that dragged on an extra 90 seconds and we still didn't hit Enrage. So it's not like Sephiroth where you'll probably hit in rage even with proper mechanics done because everyone's so obsessed with doing it properly. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, you know, I wanted to ask, what reason do you think they uh, had for, you know, taking this route to making, I wouldn't say making the fights relatively easier, um, I guess more accessible in um, terms of players? I think this is more accessible because a, the thing is, a player will learn a lot. I feel like a player who wants to learn will learn more in this fight. And with the gear level that's kind of required for it, even if they don't, mm-hmm. there's an opportunity for it to still be beaten, even if you're a slower learner. Um, that being said, I feel like a lot of people will just quit the duty out of frustration. Like, party finders will be quit within three pulls, even if everyone doesn't know the fight. Because you're going to see somebody who just never does the scale mechanic correct. And you have to mm. res them every time. And you won't want to deal with it. I guarantee it. It's more forgiving. It's more recoverable. Which is what makes Sophia, I guess, lower on their scale. But that doesn't make the fight... <laughs> I'm glad you picked up on that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a really... I tried to make that one more subtle. Yeah. I'm glad that you picked up on that. Um, lower on... Yeah. But... It was it by no people are going to struggle to learn it more than anything, and bring summoners. Summoners great for reses that aren't healers. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. And fuck the guy who rolls one more than you on the bird. Fuck, fuck him. him. Fuck, fuck him. him. I'm totally that guy. I hate you <laughs> so much. I am I'm absolutely gonna, that guy. I fucking. I've been there. You. I've been there. All right. Latin pony. So that's the majority of the major content. We There are some other things to talk about, though. Squadrons is one. I went on my way to unlock them. I haven't gone back and done anything since. Haven't unlocked them yet. From what that's I understand, my it's better than people expected somehow. I don't know. It's kind of. I mean, it seems kind of interesting so far. Like, there's a lot of bouncing your crew and raising different stats, and different missions have, like, different stat requirements, so you kind of got to balance your team and... You can have two teams, so you can have one that's maybe a balance for, like, certain missions and another for others. So, like, there's some degree of management there. Is there any excitement in actually recruiting somebody new through yes. the challenge log? Yes, because crazy things can happen. I don't know. I wouldn't really consider it a spoiler. You can have NPCs, NPCs show up in fucking reindeer outfits, snowmen suits. <laughs> like, they just show up. They're just fucking just reindeer outfit. Like, what's up? That's a that's an actual recruit because I feel like that would happen on Balmon. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. all right, reindeer, join Literally, my Literally, I'm gonna recruit Hardware Hank, and gonna be done, and I'm and he's just gonna sit on the bench. I'll only have seven people. He'll be on the bench all the time. <laughs> that's amazing. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Glamour. It's just more proof that glamour is the true end game, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. There you go. Can't wait to do dungeons with them. <laughs> 
at some yeah. point. Just a whole team of reindeer. In oh, the Santa suit, boom. Then we have Wondrous Tales, uh, keeping up with Chloe Aleopo, or keeping up with the Aleopos. Yeah. Chloe. Yeah. Chloe. Yeah. yeah. I wonder, is Kim the name of the other Mikote by any chance? Maybe. I don't know. I had to ask. <laughs> but um, if you were, if you, I don't know if you, like, I have mine up right now. Um, what were some of the things you got on your first sheet? I, I, so my entire first row was a dungeon level 1 to 49, a level 50 dungeon, a level 51 to 59, a level 60. Yep. From what I understand, everybody got that, right. and then from everybody. that point on, things change. Okay. Yeah. Then I got Labyrinth of the Ancients. I actually don't remember. I think it was Void Ark and Weeping City. And then I got Palace of the Dead 41 to 50. I got one through okay, 10. Okay, that's where I, Yeah, I got 11 through 20, and then I got Alexander on. Somebody else told me they didn't even get Palace of the Dead. So, um, minor difference. Then I got, like, five Extreme Primals. Yep, I got a lot of... Yep. And then Extreme I got primal. turn one, turn nine, and slaughter in PvP. Yeah, slaughter. I, I got turn two and turn five. Um, so there's minor differences, but the most important thing, something that I kind of glossed over in the patch notes, but a lot of people made sure to point out, you get second chance points from any instance with a first time player. So I picked it up before mm -hmm. Alexander. Mm -hmm. I have eight points now. Yep. Points. I'm, I'm, yep. I'm next out. I have nine. You have nine. From what people tell me, they do carry over week to week. That sounds like bullshit to me, but um, I'm down. Mm. So. And um, oh, by the way, you anything... can get turn three on the book. I've seen pictures of people who got turn three. Lucky bastards. Nice. Um, <laughs> now, in terms of your individual rewards, have you? Uh, you've probably seen them. Um, Everyone's has been the okay. same this week. It seems like everyone okay. got the exact same rewards. So okay. it was five hundred poetics and like algan pieces. Then it yep. was two demi materia, or I'm sorry, a maki matter Mach and two yeah, one matter demi and matter, and then one of the yep. and then it was two hundred scripture and a hundred thousand MGP, and then it was a maiming and offending body for me. Yep. So it's yep. The same. Yep. Right. Um, I'm actually more intrigued with Wonder's Tales now that second chance points are not forced to be from the instances that you yep. know. Because yep. it means that if you are that dedicated to try and change your outcome, you can... It's still RNG. No matter what you do, you'll never be able to manipulate it all the way. But there's a degree of, if I really... If I'm so dedicated, I'm just going to keep looking for new player bonuses to fucking reroll these second chance points. Yeah, and you might luck out. And you might. I actually want the, the tier 2 one the most, kind of. Even though I really want the five the five slot materia to sell, um, I really want the two hundred scripture, so I don't have to do the roulette as much. So. Yeah. But honestly, by the time I'm done, I might even have all the lore. So that's kind of weird. Mm -hmm. um, the MGP is nice too. It's like hundred k MGP. It's a hundred thousand. Yeah, it's exactly a hundred thousand. Yeah. It's it, it's it's it turned out a little better than I anticipated. It's still not much because I don't think people are gonna do slaughter. <laughs> yeah. No one's gonna pick that one at the end. Yep. Unless all of them are slaughtered. <laughs> it's pretty fucking funny. Oh, man. Um, but it's something that I could see myself saying, hey, does anyone want to knock out Wonder's Tales? I'm going to do a level 1 to 49 yep. dungeon. Does anyone want to level i yep. already seen PFs on, um, on Behemoth 4. And that's, that's the important thing. Hey, does anyone want to go do a level 1 to 49 dungeon? Do you want to level an alt? 
Do you, are you a new player? I would love it. You want to do EXs? Do you yeah, want to do yeah. Extreme Primals for Wondrous Tales? Yep. Yep. Nobody's saying do you want to do Slaughter for Wondrous Tales? But that's, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I don't. The thing is, I don't think people will touch Labyrinth of the Ancient. I don't think anyone will touch the twenty-four mans from A Realm Reborn unless they also need it for their relic. Still, mm -hmm. um, I don't think people will touch the PVP ones unless it's the most recent PVP mode, or Feast or something. Feast. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. Feast or. Um, What's the Shatter. other one? Shatter. Shatter. Yeah, like, yeah. I feel like that's the only way that's going to happen. Um, but the other ones, like the entire first row and all the Extreme Primals and Coil, I feel people will go out of their way to actually get done every week. Yeah. Which is good because it promotes people to do old content, promotes people to run shit with other people. And honestly, as a broadcaster, it's a nice sort of way to divert your attention towards yes. other content that isn't yes. just the most recent content because... I know Mary does this a lot. He also, he ran people through Coil, like, the weekend before. Mm -hmm. That's something that if, let's, uh, let me ask you this. If he didn't say Alice a was going to have that cutscene, would you have thought to do that, other than maybe doing glamour runs, like, just as its own thing, as opposed to running people through Coil to get them the experience, to, like, do it for old time's sake? I mean, we do it, we did it occasionally. Like, we'd have Coil, and that's like, hey, let's just go do Coil, you know, because I like yeah. doing a variety of content. But this, actually, when I saw it, I was like, this is great. I'm going to have a night on stream. I'm going to be like, all right, guys, let's do Wondrous Tales. Yeah. And just take people and just do stuff. Level level another job. Even you could, you know, if you don't have all 50s yet, you could take yeah. it in. Or even if you don't have all 60s yet, you could just take jobs that you wouldn't otherwise play. And as long as you don't need the end, like the tombstones from the very yeah. end, then you're good. Mm -hmm. So, um, I feel, and you could run them unsynced if you really want to, by the way. You yep. can run Wonders Tales unsynced and get credit for it. So now, um, going back to old, like doing old content, uh, not to spoil, not to spoil anything um, in main story. And Mary, this will be mainly for you because Happy, you really just kind of skip through main story. You said you didn't do it yet, Happy. I, I haven't watched any cutscenes. Oh, okay. So you you do know you do know about the uh, particular instances. What do you think of them? utilizing old content for this main story and so, you, you, you'll probably know what i'm talking about i thought it was interesting it was done tastefully i feel the minute i saw it i i thought something was wrong i i, I clearly thought something was wrong because wait this this isn't three point Yeah. I had the same thought too. I was like But but once uh, I actually got in once I actually got in uh the fight and saw that there was certain dialogue that was different. Mm -hmm. Then it then I understood. Um That was a nice touch, yeah. It was a nice touch, but I mean we already have enough reasons to go back to old content. Um I felt like they just could have I felt like they missed a step there in making us go back. I don't know. What, what about is, you, Happy? Is, what do you think? Well, I haven't done the thing you're talking about yet. Have you seen? Oh, oh. Yeah. I haven't seen any of the... I only unlocked Zelfatol, remember? Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's, a yeah, that's right. That's right. So you're not that far. Okay. Right. So I haven't, uh, I haven't... I haven't gotten to that point yet. Mm -hmm. So, um, But I'm looking forward to it now. Yeah. Interesting yeah. stuff happens. Interesting stuff happens. Uh, yeah. quick question. Are you guys getting any crafted gear? Probably not. 
I got the fucking money. How many people did you beg for it from? Nobody. I mean, they uh, gave it willingly. Okay. No, I don't have it. Shit. Like people are already selling it for like a five mil a piece. I want buy two, get one free. Um. That's how you know they're ripping you off, by the way, and they know these prices yeah, are going to dick yeah, out Yeah, like, week. you see that shit on the market board? Buy two, get one free. Like, really? Really? I'm just saying. You're, you're going to take a hit? You're going to really take a hit for that much? No. I'm good. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, I ain't got that much money. Oh, man. It's it's crazy. I'm picking my – I already have full right side. Um, I just provided a few mats. I tipped the person a few mil. And uh, it was one of my mods, so he went out of his way to do that. So uh, you went ahead and got the mats. And I, I, I didn't have anyone to make dissolvents, so I actually paid mm. out of pocket for dissolvents, which were like mm. about 400k a pop. Uh, mm. That was rough. Now, now on your particular service, have you seen him? Have you seen him on the board? And if so, how much are they going for a piece? You don't want to know. The I didn't. I didn't look on Belmont. You don't want. Uh, to know. No, 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 no. I want to know. Like, I want to know. Like, okay, we're talking about Greg here. My forty I'm, million probably wouldn't realistically probably would not have even bought me one item. Wow, that's brutal. It may be, maybe one item if I'm lucky, but not two. For one piece, forty mil for one piece. I'm telling you, by tomorrow, Barely. people were already undercutting. Barely. By tomorrow, I could probably afford like full right side off the market board, but that would be it. And then by next week, I'd probably afford full right side and then maybe a couple of left piece. But That's give it crazy. give it a week, give it two weeks, people will call. Because people are already undercutting out the ass and trying to do those two-for-one deals and shit. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. So, it's pretty bad. Mm. It's pretty fucking bad. Uh, well, I ain't gonna have that shit for a while. Um... <sighs> the way I see it, is. given uh, Savage tuning and how quick people are going through with basically 240 and that was where i was gonna wrap things up so i'm glad you moved into that yeah yeah what i don't see saying? the need to to buy gear when i can just kind of get alexander gear and just kind of yeah so the world first race is on mm -hmm. nine mm -hmm. and ten have been beaten by a multitude of people angered Got world first of a nine savage, followed by solitude. I don't know if it was two groups in solitude or two groups in angered, but I feel like mm -hmm. it was. I know it was three EU groups first. EU came out the gate strong. Elysium fourth. Elysium took ten first, but has since been followed by angered, solitude, etc., etc. I think there's. I know the clears of a nine savage, a ten savage are in the double digits, and I believe a eleven is still its own monster. Um, that is not too much is known about it. Um. The race prediction was what well, Yoshi P said was five days. Five days. To be fair, the only reason A6 Savage took four days to beat on its own was because of the bug with compressed yep. water and the mm -hmm. lightning. So I just want to remind people of that. I'd also like to say, by the way, if you're not the one who's beaten the fight yet, stop saying it's fucking easy. Please stop being that guy. Mm -hmm. who is like, oh, I don't even raid Savage. Oh, it was beaten already to two bosses beaten already today? That's too easy. Stop it. Don't be that guy. <laughs> don't be that person. I you have can be that guy when you do it. When you do yeah. it. When you're the guy who's beat, like, oh, I beat A9 and 10 Savage today. They weren't that. They were really, like, easy. I was disappointed. You can be that guy. But don't be that guy who has no experience in the raid and says, yeah, it's easy. 
Just please. Yes. Don't do it. Mm -hmm. PSA. So, are, so um, are, are you sticking... Well, I don't, like, I don't I, know you know what? I, I just have a hard time believing five days. I want to believe Yoshi P because he said less than a week. But okay. you know you know my thoughts. If it's not less than a week, it's over two weeks. I think I said about reset, right? You said the day after reset, the day the of day reset, after, next Tuesday. The day of you reset. Said. You said next Tuesday. I wanna, you, I wanna push it up. I wanna push it up a little bit now. Why you didn't think nine and ten were gonna go down in the same day? I did. I think ten literally. I think nine and ten were done within five or six hours. That's a that, honestly, honestly a one and two savage took about six hours, about the same time. Honest to God, I think eleven's going down tonight. I think tomorrow. I know. Yeah. I have no faith in it being tomorrow for A12. Tomorrow will be A11. Or no, 11. No, yeah. 11. 11. 11 yeah. will be yeah. tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. With okay. no knowledge of gearing and how that fight's going, I feel tomorrow is a fair expectation. I don't know mind you, if it will be by Friday. You, these are the FCs and in, in, in groups that have the money to get the gear, that have the money to get the crafted gear, and they probably already got it. So, I'm... I'm pushing it up to the You pocket. know what's funny? You know why I'm getting the crafted gear? Because I'm so not good enough at Machinist to do without it. <laughs> like, I am wow. not good enough at that job to play it without some sort of gear advantage. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying it straight up. Do not take that. I can give, at best, moderate Machinist advice. I cannot tell you how to play that job to perfect perfection. Look up Creator's Guide or some shit for that. Because that's what I did. <laughs> I was like, I'm not, I don't know fucking shit. It's, it's a beast. It's a beast. Yeah. Machinist is uh... unique. It's not good, man. No. It's not good. Uh, I, I prefer Bard, but still, like, it's, it's a decent job. Tap casual all the fucking way, dude. <laughs> all to the fucking bank. There you go. Oh, man. So, overall... I think this is good for 3.4. I think the one thing that it did need that it doesn't have is it needed Palace of the Dead on this path. I feel yeah. like I feel yeah. like not having Palace of the Dead here is a big problem. I think I'm looking forward to it five weeks from now, but there's not having both the Anima and Palace of the Dead and putting that in the point five patch. I get that it's kind of to tide you over till the next major patch, but I I feel like I would actually ha I like ha I'd like having an activity like that. To do now, I don't you know, to kind of chew uh, on in between. I don't, yeah. I don't agree with that because um, you're essentially people groups are starting grade that House of the Dead only interfere with that. Now, mind you, five weeks from now, a lot of groups are probably aren't going to clear. Probably are still going to be in it, but it it'll still it'll still be backseat towards raid and towards everything like everything else. Like um, Wondrous Tales, getting your gear, getting all that. Uh, I feel, to me, necessary before, you know, saying, hey, uh, House of the Dead's out, let's, you know, do this shit for Raid or whatnot. Um, yeah, it's just, with, like, that just added on to since we overload that was today. That would just add on to it. I just, I feel like I would like something to chew on between Savage and Sophia and whatnot. I mean, that's kind of always been the problem of even-numbered patches, and I think mm -hmm. that having something like Palace of the Dead five weeks from now will help alleviate it. I think mm -hmm. I would have liked 51 to 100 now and 101 to 200 in five mm -hmm. weeks, personally. What's so you would have split it up. Yeah. Okay. Personally, the important thing is, too, is like, 
you have casual players who might not be doing Savage and Sophia Extreme. They don't really have much once they finish up, you know. They'll Wondrous Tales is kind of what's for them in a sense mm-hmm. to get them to kind of go and explore older content. And that's not saying a bad thing, but uh, I, I kind of get your side of it, which I mean, Wondrous Tales is nice, but I mean, that's a pretty much a weekly thing that can probably be done in the span of two days. Right. Uh, so, so yeah, I get what you're saying, but in the grander scheme of things, I think it would have, I'm not. I'm not gonna say it's gonna necessarily get completely lost in translation, but like it, it really would have took a backseat in terms of everything else, in terms of doing main story and and Sophie and doing Alex and then doing Savage and doing Savage. It really would have took a backseat if it came out today. Well, I feel like it's okay if it took a backseat specifically today, because tomorrow would have been the first thing I went to do. That's how I feel. I, I, I can I can agree with you there. Like mm-hmm. if it was out, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, 3.4, um, the quality of the fights is higher. The quality of the story across the board is higher. It's, it's still much. just that even-numbered problem of offering too much to one flavor and not enough to all flavors. And mm-hmm. Now, there's than... one thing I will say about the story, and it's, a, it's one issue I had with the last patch, is that it, it kind of felt like it concluded things even though we got some stuff on the horizon I, he like, said it was going to complete some things he said there were gonna, it was going to feel yeah. a lot like a conclusion even though it's not the mm-hmm. end yeah the like after, yeah. after after the um, the last cutscene I was just waiting on credits that's what I thought was going to happen there is one of those warnings by the way guys to, yeah. to sit down sit your ass down and watch everything yeah yeah. so keep that yeah, in mind I, yeah I thought I thought it was going to conclude today from what it seemed like but it didn't I don't know uh, I just it, like that trope, like two patches in a row. Then you probably will get the actual conclusion in the next patch. And I'm like, just, just end it. Just throw us in 4.0, please. Please, just go ahead. Just give me the credits so I know the next thing I'm getting comes in like six to eight months from now. Just, just let me know, please. That's fair. Um, and at this point, but within the end of the week, we're going to already be seeing people like, oh, I can't wait to see the next live letter and, you know, what. And don't mm-hmm. forget, the thing is, we have to remember, we are two weeks out from FanFest. That is the single most important thing to remember. The expansion announcement is on the horizon. And you cannot... Super exciting. You cannot underestimate how much that fuels a community... Mm-hmm. When it comes to even just playing the game as is, um, mm-hmm. I, I'm curious to see how it actually sort of affects people, how it makes people sort of look at what they're doing now in anticipation for later. I don't think it'll change that much, to be honest, but I want it to change as much as possible. Uh, I'm excited. Hopefully you guys are excited. And all three of us will be there. That's the other exciting thing. Yeah. First time we've all been in the same place um, ever. Although Sly and I have been in the same place before, but now we're we gotta squeeze we gotta squeeze Marion. He's gotta fit between us mm-hmm. right over there. And sorry if I'm typing. And so is so is Ethis. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So be there too. my brother. My brother. Yeah, your brother. Yeah. For mm-hmm. some fucking reason. That's a, and here are some things we didn't touch upon. Dueling didn't fucking touch it. Spectator <laughs> yeah. mode didn't touch it. Um nope. Eggy Glamour, not till 3.5 now. Aquariums, mm-hmm. I haven't bought one. 
You haven't Expensive. bought an aquarium yet. Expensive. Don't, I don't fish, so whatever. Apartment have, hasn't de haven't decorated yet. I'm just sitting in it all alone with no furniture. Um, and these are things that can excite the like other the, like the people who aren't all about the hardcore rating. But again, even I feel these things only go so far. And the apartments, do not worry, you will get one, guys. You will yep. fucking get one, even if they run out yep. this week. Next week there will be more. No, but you need to get them now. Now go no, get them. No. Get them now. Now you get them. Get get in the game. I'm get sorry, but the whole. The whole Eggy Glamour thing, I'm never going to believe that's coming out. Because it was 3.4, and then it was 3.45, and now it's 3.5. So, <laughs> it's just... It's never 4.0. Who's looking forward to it? It's never going to fucking happen, dude. It's just never going to happen. Like, I have no confidence whatsoever. I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll see. I have. I just have no confidence whatsoever. All right, gentlemen, I think it's about time. We don't need to stretch this on longer because a lot of us have both of all three of us. There's a lot of things we still haven't been able to experience on day one. So mm -hmm. this is something that fortunately we'll like have sleep. time to touch up. Yeah. Well, I mean, like <laughs> yeah, like that. I was, I was asleep uh, 24 hours ago. That's about this time. So, yeah, I'm doing all right. Um, yeah, it's just uh, I'm, I'm I can't wait to get back in. That's going to I'm like, yeah, me too. Gonna, I'm, I'm literally. Muting my mic, turning on Final Fantasy fourteen again, and going right back to where I was, like five minutes from now. So, without further ado, I think we can wrap the show up, and like I said, not stretch on longer than it needs to. So, Mary, you're our guest. Why don't you tell everyone where they can find you at, my man? Well, you can find me at very underscore Mary on Twitter, also uh, twitch.tv slash very underscore Mary, and very Mary Productions on YouTube. That is where I will be. That's where he will be, in case he had to remind you. All of the time. All the time. Sly, you're up next, my man. You can find me on twitch.tv slash slyakgrayfox. You can find me on Instagram at slyakgrayfox07. You can find me on Twitter at slydefox. You can find me on Behemoth Plot 14, Word 5 of Lavender events, and in my apartment. I have one of those. Now, Sly, there's something else that I've been informed about when oh, it comes God. to... Uh, when it comes to you, um, I'm gonna show you something. I want you to to tell me if do you please don't tell me. Do please don't tell me the picture. Do you recognize this image? Do you recognize? Ooh. Do you Ooh. recognize? Share it. Do you recognize? Share it. No, watch the stream. Oh, do you recognize? Oh God, this, I gotta go back to the stream. Do you recognize this image? Would there you like go. to? Would you like to tell us more about this image? Uh. Would, would you? Would you like to share more about that image right there? Um, you're wearing uh, you're wearing some interesting garb. Mm -hmm. um, you're, that, that's, uh, you're... that's my championship belt. I like your, the golden your, I like your choice of accessories. Yeah, yeah. You got a nice bracelet on. I see some rings, some swag. Uh, that is the a... golden subligar that I earned with mm -hmm. Mary. That's right. I wore mine for a little bit, and then I just ripped it off because I'm not manly enough to wear it. Yeah, uh, I, I kept my I kept my Terry Crews glamour. I just like, wanted I, kept, I just wanted an explanation. Um, I kept my Terry Crews glamour, and that's okay. that's how I'll be rating. Making my way downtown, walking. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. And uh, I'm the last guy whose screen just every time I do this it goes black, which is why I usually like having Dwayne there. Um, Mr. Happy one two two seven Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. Recently got a cat. His name is Aloha Dwayne the Cat Johnson. 
Um, and when he when we clean the litter box, you can smell what the cat is cooking. So uh, I just wanted to share that because nice. Aloha is a cute cat. Nice. And uh, unfortunately, not streaming. Sometimes he wanders in that hallway back there, but like he's mostly like he's so hot, he just lays under the bed. He's like, "Fuck you, leave me alone." You got to invest in a kitty cam. Put it in your corner. He won't come in here yet, though. Is the thing. It would need to go in the other room under the bed mm. while he's just chilling, and then he'd probably attack it. To be honest, but he's a cute cat. Also, uh, in case you guys didn't know, the uh, one big feature is the uh, the raid progression. Um, the raid progression uh, thing you can put above your head. It says RP. That stands for raid progression, right? So you can let people yeah. know when you're when you're when you're yeah. you're raiding. Totally. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't forget about that, guys. That's an important yeah. feature. When you're in raid, everybody needs to put on their RP, um, their RP designator, so everyone knows you're doing raid prog. Mm -hmm. okay. okay. Just remember. I'm doing that, that now. It's very, now. it's very Got important. It. There you go. Sophia, RP. Alexander, RP. RP. I love Alexander RP. There you go. I love it. I love about that. Sophia RP. Yeah. I'll show you the Ooh. creator. Oh yeah. Anyway. Mm -hmm. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing? Okay. Very important. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us this week. Next week will be spoiler cast. We're doing it in just one week because of FanFest two weeks from now. At this will be joining <gasps> us and we'll be spoiling all the stories. So if you don't like spoilers, sorry about next week. But until then, we'll see you next time. And until then, take care. Until then, like Bye. a million times. All right. Before I do anything else, I'm hiding the camera and I'm like, Moving things around.